Welcome to the I Get Better podcast with your hosts, Charlene Renee and Phaedra Smith, where we discuss topics related to life, love, mental, physical, and spiritual health, and how we can all get better together. Welcome back to the I Get Better podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Renee. And I'm Phaedra Smith. And on today's episode, we will be discussing how I get better when I fast. Yes, I think this is going to be a good topic, especially with where we are in the year. Most people try to start fasting, so this will be good. Right. Yep. Starting off the new year, right? Doing some different things, right? New year, new us. So (laughs) as you all know, we like to start every episode off with defining the word or phrase or topic, which we will be discussing, discussing, (laughs) discussing on today's episode. So I do have the or a dictionary definition of the word fast. Um, So to fast is to abstain from all or some kinds of food or drink, especially as a religious observance. So that's the dictionary definition, but we also like to offer our own personal insight and understanding into what the word or topic means. So Phaedra, uh, what does fasting mean from your perspective? Or your so I guess my understanding I pulled from I was listening to a man named John Piper and his he had a really good definition of or insight on fasting and he really just said it it comes from this fasting is a longing for what's not here yet so like an ache in the heart so if you're a believer if you're a Christian it's like an ache in your heart a longing for Christ and so because of that we ache for healing. We ache we ha- and we have a longing for marriages to be healed and bodies to be healed and heartache and depression and anxiety to be gone and for Jesus to come back and do that, for him to ultimately, in the second coming, um, come back and, and soothe all those things. And so we fast now because ultimately we know that there is something greater coming. And so he referred to Matthew 9 and 14, where he said the disciples of John the Baptist came to Jesus and asked him, well, why did the Pharisee fast, but you don't? And so Jesus then summarized, I'm going to summarize it, but he basically said, there's not a reason to fast right now. But when he goes away, there'll be a reason to fast. And so use that definition. The other thing that I found was people used to fast to give to other people. So if there was a shortage of food in the Bible, in certain cultures, they would fast so that their neighbor or whoever could eat. So those are some other things. And another thing that I wanted to also add from a health standpoint, there are different reasons we fast also. A lot of times it's it's really, I think of it as a sacrifice also. So I'm sacrificing in order to replace the thing I normally go to for comfort to replace it with something. So for for us as believers, we might sacrifice food or certain types of foods or certain things we watch or listen to. And in replacement, we replace that with more Bible reading, more worship, more time with God, more time with our families, more wholesome things that we feel build us up and that will grow us in the areas that we feel like we need to grow into. From a, from the health standpoint, also there's a call intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. which is um, also very helpful with just the healing of your bodies. So if you think about it, we eat all day long. Mm -hmm. So our body is constantly working, working, working. When does it really have time to make repairs and digest and do all that stuff? Right. Yeah. Right. That's a good point. So 
there's something called intermittent fasting, which really does just there's you eat in a time window. Um, and so during that time block, you're eating and then outside of that time block, you're fasting and you're clean fasting, which means you're just drinking water. You're not drinking anything that could spike up your insulin hormones or any other things like that. And so that really gives your time, your body way more time than it normally has to digest, also to heal itself. So I did this for about a year and I remember going back and getting blood work with my doctor um, and he was just like, your your levels and like all like all your how your body is functioning he was like I've, I don't really you don't really see these like he was like what have you been doing and I think he had forgotten that I told him a few months back that I was going to start fasting mm-hmm. and so that was really cool to be able to see because I hadn't even thought about it and I wasn't even expecting anything but he was really shocked at how everything looked so that's me telling you and I'm not at the weight that I want to be or need to be So that's me letting you know that, first of all, it's not all about just like how you look and losing weight. It is really about what's going on on the inside. And so whether it's biblical fasting or whether it's fast for your health, we're really dealing with what's on the inside. So, yeah, some of that, you know, we'll we'll kind of elaborate on a little bit more because then we're shifting into some of what are the benefits that come from getting better at or even participating in a fast in the first place if you've never done it before and that intermittent so what I heard you say originally was kind of talking about the history of fasting and what was the purpose of it originally and in short it sounds like it was done to serve a need right so there was a need that arose that necessitated for people fasting for some reason right or purpose whether it was for prayer or for healing or for some purpose to accomplish that they would fast and then subsequent to fasting then you find that there are benefits that come from it and then one of the things you mentioned which we'll kind of go into as we shift into talking about how to get better and as well as what are some of the barriers to uh, engaging in the fast in the first place and why a lot of people don't do it mm-hmm. we'll kind of come back to that and that intermittent fasting is becoming more and more popular I've been seeing it becoming more more popular when incorporated into a diet or a healthy lifestyle some diets like I think the keto diet mentions using intermittent fasting and many mm-hmm. other different fat what they consider fat diets incorporate right. intermittent fasting but a lot of people from certain uh, religions and spiritual practices do engage in fasting regularly as well. I know quite most almost every year my church has done a collective group fast and many do. So to start the year off by fasting and making that a time for prayer and getting your word and reading and things like that. So uh, let's talk about, you know, briefly, what are some of the barriers to participating in a fast? Why do you think most people <laughs> do not fast or have not have no interest in fasting or are unsuccessful in completing fast. Well, I will say I'll just put myself in the place of most people. I am addicted to certain things. Mm-hmm. I'm addicted to comfort. Mm-hmm. That's mainly it. So I love what I think it was John Piper that said when you fast, it shows you really what's in your heart. So when I remove the things that normally give me comfort and peace and joy and all these things I normally go to, whether they be my addictions or whatever, 
how am I treating my spouse now? How am I treating my kids? How am I treating my family? How am I showing up to work? Am I angry? Am I irritable? Am I depressed? So it really is also revealing what's in the heart. Normally we mask it by giving ourselves, we medicating ourselves. Who wants to do that? Who wants to sign up for that? You know, <laughs> most of us are not waiting in line saying, yes, that's me. Yeah. So, right. so it kind of yeah. just like what you're saying is like it's a mirror that shows you who you really are and what you really have put your time, effort, and energy in. And when you take that away, how do you respond to it? How do yeah. you? I, I would say it's more like a, a a pot that's been put on the stove, and you turned up the heat, and now what's coming to the surface? It's really if if there was no heat there then I wouldn't know what was coming up to the surface, all the impurities and things like that. Mm -hmm. So I really do think it's sort of like that. It shows us what's there that we normally get. It normally gets masked by Netflix or whatever. Underneath the mask, what's the real, what's really going on? What's really going on? (laughs) So so people don't want to know what's really going on. They kind of want to hide behind what they're used to. Like you said, what's comfortable, what feels good, what's easy, what's convenient, what's... uh, familiar and so that can prevent people from engaging in a fast i can say for myself speaking for myself i never heard about fasting until i went to a church that talked about fasting and so i was more so just uh unawares or unfamiliar with the idea of what a fast was i never had been taught about fasting even when i was younger and had gone to church nobody in my family did fast ever as far as I can see mm-hmm. um the only fast we did was fast food drive-through so <laughs> that was the fast I knew about just not mm-hmm. knowing can be a barrier and then also only maybe only associating it with religion or religious mm-hmm. experience um which is why it is most common but whether you have no religion aren't interested in participating in a religion you can still participate in a fast it's not um exclusive to uh, people who believe in, in any higher power or participate in a religious group but the not knowing i think would be a barrier as yeah. well and then not okay. being able to stay on a fast if you try it it's more of an issue of discipline self-control um, yes. and not being able to you know when you're addicted to something you're addicted to it and it isn't just drugs and alcohol you know we can Mm -hmm. be addicted to sugar and foods fatty Mm -hmm. foods because there are things in the food that are designed to get us addicted to it and so it's not Mm -hmm. just that's why we crave these things there's a craving Mm -hmm. for oh I have a taste for this oh I can't wait to get to this right your mouth to just start watering thinking about certain Mm -hmm. foods and so Mm -hmm. it's just it's difficult it's very difficult and so I think once we shift into how to get better we can talk about some ways to overcome some of those barriers as well yeah Yeah, there's definitely some barriers in place that prevent you from from really engaging in a fast so let's talk about what are a few ways we can get better at or how to even begin uh, if we've never done it for the first time engaging in a fast what are some some things that you think we could do uh Phaedra to at least get started if I've never fasted before what what could I do I think number one so from a biblical Christian perspective you want to number one pray about it first like God what do you want me to be fasting 
show me the areas of my heart that you are trying to expose to me. Fasting also does not have to be just from food. It can be from other, like social media, it can be from all types of things. It can be from people, certain types of people. Mm-hmm. So I would say, number one, start by figuring out what, what do I need to fast from? Mm-hmm. Also making sure that I'm incorporating something in its place that's wholesome and healthy and is going to increase my life in a positive way is going to be very, very important. We teach that to clients. As you remove things, you want to be very intentional about replacing them with things. Okay. So, so I would say starting out by doing that and just taking baby steps. Like, okay. I don't think you should go on a whole fast where you're saying, you know what, I'm not... I'm going to start this and I'm going to go 24 hours without eating. I don't think that that is probably smart to do. (laughs) We probably want to do a few hours or even fasting from sodas for a day or say, I'm going to have one soda instead of five sodas. So how can I be live in moderation for a moment as I build up that fasting muscle, so to speak? So steps to begin that journey, praying, seeking guidance. Yes. Number two, starting small, right? Starting small, yeah. not trying to do this whole significant, not going to eat uh, 24 hours a day, but really being able to limit, you know, start with just something small, like one meal, one drink, remove one food. If you know, okay, I drink uh, 10 sodas a day, maybe I'm going to drink, like you said, no soda for one day. And yeah. it's allowing yourself room to take those baby steps to getting into the fast and not going to the extreme. Thirdly, making sure for sure that you you do, if you have any medical conditions or something like that, that you're not taking it to the extreme and not depriving yourself of something that you might need that's essential. And then not limiting it also to just food. So most people think food. Food is probably the hardest thing to fast from, but- um, Which, yeah. Yeah, thinking- Which sometimes means it's, sometimes that means it's the, if the thing we need to fast from, certain types of foods right. might be the thing we need to fast from, even for just medical health reasons. Right. So, Yeah. And then the other thing you mentioned was finding something else to replace it with. So having some other replacement or distraction, even maybe going for a walk instead of doing whatever thing you might've done in that place or going to participate in some other activity instead of engaging in that behavior or that time that you would have spent eating. So if I would have been eating during this time, I'm going to do something else to take up that same amount of time so that I'm not just sitting there wishing I was eating (laughs) and kind of distract my mind and put it on something else and focus on something else. So those things are just a start. Of course, there's lots of resources and information out there on fasting via the internet books, uh, reaching out maybe to some friends or family members that you know have fasted before and seeking guidance from them as well. How did you do it? What can I do? And and not feeling like you have to do it by yourself. And then also sometimes it's easier to do it as a group, you know, get a group Uh, of friends together, get your, or get your family to do it together. So now you have some support from somebody else and it's not just you. So um, that would be another uh, suggestion on how to get better and something practical is to try to get some collective together to join you in the fast. Maybe your group of friends can do it together or you can get, like I said, if you're in a um, church group, get your church group to do it together. Yeah, So I, I love that. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think fasting right now, we're both doing right some form of fasting at this time. And it's it's been good. I mean, I, let's talk about some of the benefits, right? What comes from yeah. it. Yeah. Right? So me personally, like I've noticed and, and I've done different types of fasts at different times in my life, different removing certain things. I've done the removing social media. I've done just fruits and vegetables. I've not done I don't think I've ever done just a no eating at all (laughs) throughout the day fast, but I've done just a drinking only liquids. I've done not eating meat. I've done not eating sugar for a certain amount of time. And I've done and am doing now eating between a certain time and then eating specific foods. And one of the things I can say for sure I've noticed like within the first few days is my energy level is much better. Like I have more energy. I haven't drank any coffee in the last couple of weeks at all. I've only drunk tea and I've had so much more energy. Like I just feel healthier. I feel more focused. I feel more just vibrant in general. I don't have stomach issues and stomach pain and my stomach hurts and just all of those digestive issues that come from eating a lot of fatty, sugary things, which I tend to crave just in the last couple of weeks. And many people notice that their their blood levels change and they're able to go get blood work done and they're able to see differences in their cholesterol and their sugar levels and just different things can happen in a very short amount of time of fasting. What about you, Fedra? I think for me, I've noticed a change in my sleeping which has been a prayer for me for a while. I always have had issues sleeping. And so I have been getting so much good sleep and not just like sleep. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I don't feel like I've rested, but it's been restful sleep. I've been able to get up earlier. So I I get up earlier. I'm able to like spend time with God. I'm also able to work out. I have way more energy during the day. And I will say just on a spiritual side, I feel closer to to God. I feel like he's actually moving some things around in my life that I have been praying about. So, and I, I, I have done a, I, I think it was three days, two or three days, no eating, just water. And that was one of the hardest things I have ever done in my whole life. I right up there was. with giving birth because <laughs> I was just like, I found myself at times getting angry, making excuses. Is this really God? Like, will he really tell me not to eat? Like all of these things. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one of the things. out of it. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, Did he say I never three days or three minutes? <laughs> maybe, maybe he just meant one day. Right. So I have never needed anybody's help in talking me out of something. I can do that all by myself. Mm-hmm. But I, I'll say the thing that really, really, really helped me. I remember my personal trainer. I was telling him that a friend had challenged me to do it, and he said, "Well, have you eaten yet?" And I was like, oh, no, not yet. And he was like, okay, well, it starts today. I was like, wait, what? And so he was like, I want you to text me every hour. That was such a thing for me. So between him and her, my friend that challenged me, I was able to do it, but I needed support. And so I think that's also so important. I'm glad that you mentioned that fasting with people, but also if you can't fast with people, because maybe that's not what God told them to do, or that's not what their doctor told them to do, then ask for support. We're not supposed to be living life alone. You have people that will support you and they don't have to do it with you to support you. They can support you by encouraging you and checking on you once every 30 minutes or every hour and have multiple people doing that. It really will work, guys. Yeah. So 
Okay. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. So yeah, just having someone to encourage you, you can do it. It is hard. It's not easy, but it's worth it. If you've never done it, you you will see some benefit in your life from it. Actually, even today, which this, I didn't want us to go on too long, but just there's, and, and, and there, there's different types of fast. And, and one of the things that came up today when I was in, in church, it just happened to be some couple wanted to give their testimony about how they had been doing a financial fast. Oh, um, so they apparently there's this book on how to do a financial fast for 21 days and they had a testimony and they wanted to share what had happened and I said, "Hmm, I had never thought about doing a financial fast." So it was a uh, no spending for 21 days <laughs> fast and and really looking to see what changed in their finances. And so, like we mentioned before, a fast doesn't just have to be from food. So, that's something I want to even look into myself and read up more on because I hadn't heard about that. I've heard of a yeah. no spend, you know, challenge or something like that, but not specifically a financial fast for 21 days where you don't spend on anything other than just necessities. And so for a lot of us with the Amazon Prime addiction, <clears throat> we might need to uh, do a financial fast for 21 days oh. or uh, Target addiction <laughs> or something else, right? So anyway, just being open to being maybe sacrificing in more than one area, I think uh, yeah. just being open-minded in that way. So Anyway, I think that's our time for today, but I love um, it. do want to make sure that you you gain some knowledge and understanding from this and you're able to get better at fasting if you have done one, if you haven't trying one, starting with just maybe a day, maybe eight hours, maybe six hours, some type of fast just to get your feet wet and then working yourself up to maybe a longer period of like a week or two or three of fasting. So we would like for yeah. you to always make sure that you know you reach out to us with any questions or comments on today's episodes we are always willing to hear from you and talk about anything that you might suggest on our next upcoming episodes so uh, make sure that you like share rate and subscribe to the i get better podcast which is available on many many platforms all you have to do is just search it in your bar you know search bar it will pop up for you so that's our time for yeah. today. So until next time, let's keep getting better so we can do better in order to be better. Thank y'all. Right. Bye. Bye.